0: Welcome to Speak It On. This program is designed for the edification and entertainment of the listeners and not designed to be representative of a church, nonprofit organization, or denomination. Opinions expressed are solely those of the host. Hey, hey, welcome back, and as always, thanks for listening. Let's talk about spouses. Of ministers. And we're going to look at this from two different standpoints. We're gonna look at it from behind the pulpit and in front of the pulpit. Or you can think of it like looking at it from the choir loft to the pew. The reason I say that is there's a lot of discussion in the New Testament concerning ministers themselves or bishops, and uh, and in Timothy, uh, you know, there's the talk of qualifications. Paul's uh, you know, encouraging Timothy about things, and uh, this discussion is going to. I'm not going to try to focus necessarily on. Hey, male uh, or female uh, ministers and or spouses. Because I really want to look at just the role itself. All right. And it is a role, not an office. So, the first way, and this this sounds like a little mumbo jumbo, but this is getting into kind of churchy thought. All right. On the one hand, if you look at ministers and their spouses from the standpoint of the church, here is a dynamic complication that you run into sometimes. And it works this way. A lot of churches look at spouses of ministers as a twofer almost like a bargain sale bargain sale yay this spouses this ministers married let's get him because his wife plays piano and in all honesty there's a uh, there's a whole lot of different thoughts on that process. Personally, I don't think that's fair to the minister or the spouse. Now, let me couch that by, by telling you this. Um, as through the 20 years some odd service that I did for music ministry, um, my spouse has a very special gift to uh, to work with kids. She's very gifted at it. And to say gifted, I mean, I believe she is spiritually gifted and just naturally gifted by God to work with children. I've seen her work with kids. I've talked and seen... Parents of these children, I've seen the children themselves, all of the cards and the gifts, and I've seen her on the job working with kids, and she genuinely loves them. And they know that. Kids, especially littler kids, are very hard in some ways to fool, as far as your motives go. They just see people. And they know real love when they see it. And when they feel that, they love the person back. And the parents of the children see that too. And they see the dedication and the love. And they see how their their child responds to the individual. And that's just the way that my missus has been. Now here's the thing. Uh, Try to support her in that that did not always mean she went to that church that I worked at with me. Now, I say that, uh, but I also have to clarify that I did a lot of interim work, which was short-term, which the expectation wouldn't necessarily be that the wife would show up, although a few churches asked, Hey, where's your wife? Um... In which I would say she is at another church doing her ministry. Which in, that was to child, you know, to children. Anyway, the thing is, uh, I did have a church that got a little sideways one day because they just felt like she just just needed to be there. Even though she was working at another church doing her child care ministry there. All right, and a lot of churches just have this two for one expectation, all right, and it ain't right now, here's the thing and because this is a, a real sensitive area in some ways because um when a pastor, especially a senior pastor is hired, it's almost a two for one. I mean it's just just seen that way. Which in some ways I think again is very unfair to the spouse. So if the pastor female then then, then her husband or, or or however you work that out. You know what I'm saying? Because it, now the argument a lot of times ends up being well, you know the you know they're 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 a unit they're a couple they're they're one you know they're one flesh they're so you know we like our our ministers to be you know together you know and and serve together well, I think it's great, but what happens if you have a spouse and your a minister who has another uh, job slash ministry somewhere else now there are many churches that hire pastors and and this is this of course is a situation where they hire them both and they hire them as a unit okay and they are pastors plural not pastor in such case is if you've got a couple who is a who are is a uh, a pastoral staff addition all right and they're both being hired as pastors then they both should have the same amount of training and they both should have the same amount of maturity, and they both should have the same. I mean, they, they they really do. That's every requirement Paul puts on a bishop, pastor slash shepherd, on and on, ought to apply to both of them. Now, uh, does it? A lot of times, not. Sometimes they just look oh well, you know, they, they, they see the append they they see the, the spouse as an appendage almost. Oh, well, you know, he's got all the seminary training and all this stuff, but she didn't have to have any of it. Or she's got all the seminary training, but he really doesn't need all that. Well now, honestly, a church can do what the church wants to do. But but the the issue is is if you're hiring uh if you're hiring a couple as pastor couple, then it's pastors. <laughs> it should be that way, anyway. Now, a lot of people don't feel that way. Um, now, for a moment, bear with me, let's flip on to the other side of the pew for a second. And let's talk about pastors that are hired, whose spouses... Uh, basically assert themselves as leaders de facto. Now, what does that mean? That means they don't necessarily have the training that their spouse has because the spouse is hired as the minister. But as the minister's wife, they're supposed to get the same amount of respect and or everything else because they're married to the minister well i don't think that's fair either it's not fair to the church because if somebody's going to exercise that kind of stuff they need to have the experience and training for that position as well now here's what usually here's here's what happens is they'll hire the the minister and then they'll stick the spouse in some kind of leadership role well i got a question hey uh a are they called to that minister you know to that leadership role or b are they qualified for that leadership role because if they're not either one of those two things then whoever is under them may suffer and to be very honest with you they can cause quite a bit of chaos in the church but just because one person goes to seminary, the other person doesn't just immediately osmosis all this information that that one that the main spouse the minister is is getting. Now, there are a lot of situations where both are getting the training. I know a couple who were missionaries to Costa Rica. both of them went through seminary and had the, had the training. Now, you've, again, you again, know, I'm not necessarily nailing down, hey, everybody needs to go to seminary, but, but there needs to be training, and both of them need to be trained, if both of them are going to have leadership positions in the church. You don't take someone, and by the way, uh, and, and, you know, I, I got a I got a question to add to tag on to that. But you don't take someone and then t- who <laughs> just because they're married to a minister doesn't mean they're a minister <laughs> necessarily. Can you would think God put these two people together and they're one unit? That's not a, a, a unbiblical logical thought. But when you look at the situation um a, a lot of people get very resentful a lot of ministers wives get resentful because they get expectations put upon them that they never signed on for now you can say all day oh well no if they married a minister if they married a pastor then they should know that, that, that that's what happens to the pastors the pastor's wife has to do of blah, them blah, blah. no now, again, we're getting back to this idea of two for one. You know, well, What can the pastor's wife do? And also, pulpit committees that, I mean, especially with smaller churches, uh, you know, used to be, the joke was, especially for smaller churches, that a lot of times, uh, a, a guy got hired because his wife played piano. Well, he she can play piano in the church and then he can preach, man. We get a two for one. You don't bargain shop in in the kingdom of God because God number 1 doesn't need your bargain. God works out his own situation. But in addition, a lot of churches take liberties with spouses of ministers they shouldn't be doing and they has anybody asked them, "Hey, do you feel led to now honestly, a lot of times somebody you know the spouse will say, "Oh yeah, no they and they'll say yes when they don't because they feel like, "Oh well, they feel this obligation you know well i'm I'm trying to support my see the the support of the minister, be that a male or female pastor um the support of that person needs to be backing, you know, backing the situation up. And by the way, if that spouse of the minister has another job, well, what if they're a doctor or an engineer or something like that and they have another job on the side? You know what I'm saying? Then they support each other that way. And that shouldn't be a deal. So this two for one. Uh, idea this this twofer is I think destructive it puts undue pressure on a minister and his family and by the way we're, you know, up to now I've just been talking about two people uh, they can have kids and somebody's got to be have enough time to, to, to raise the kids because you know what else it says it says that that, that their household ought to ought to be how to have order well I, I I can't tell you how many jokes there are out there on pastors and deacons you know you know why the pastor's kids are so messed up they play with the deacons kids or the were vice versa actually on preacher's kids. PKs, they call them. And a lot of PKs are real touchy about that. But, um, and I've got several stories about pastors that got, that were called to the ministry later in life, and their kids were off, I mean, off the chain. And that didn't work out very well. But here's the thing. Kids need attention. Family, by the way, family, and this is a very Judaic Christian thought process, this is a very Jewish thought, okay, is that the family is the core unit. Not the church, the family. You got family that makes up the church. That's how that works. And yes, the church is designed to be a family of God, but the core unit is the family. and that has to be strong. are you you know again, with all these expectations that get put on ministers and their spouses, are they do you even have time to take care of their kids? Maybe that's why the kids are off the chain. Maybe because nobody ever gives them a chance to breathe so you know now I am wholeheartedly for supporting ministers I am one been one my wife always had her own ministry that functioned separate than mine I never honestly thought that was a negative thing but I did run into churches that just flat wanted to see her there and these were churches out in the middle of the boonies where I had to drive two hours to get to it and I would do music out there. And well, where's your wife? Uh, doing her ministry at the church. Like, well, well, why does she ever show up? Because she's doing her ministry <laughs> at another lo- ch- you know, church location. I'm speaking English. Are you hearing this, bro? You know, Are you chiming with this? You know, Is this resonating with, 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 with your brain pan? Because I'm trying to tell you that my wife is not necessarily an appendage. She's got her own thing she needs to do for the, for the kingdom of God, and I'm doing this. And that's not a bad thing. And we both try to take care of the kiddos. But anyhow, um, the thing I want to say is that a pastoral couple is not a unit in that job, in that position unless the church and hires them that way or they shouldn't be looked at that that way now if the spouse has the spiritual gifting to do other things within the church and they feel good about doing that I think letting that happen is awesome however comma they don't need to be stuck in places or feel like they're obligated to places or even treated like they got the same training as the spouse unless they have the same training as the spouse. So if you got somebody who's got all this training, the spouse doesn't just get it de facto. You actually have to develop that in yourself. They used to call it an MRS degree. Okay, you know, She gets the same everything that the pastor gets because she's married to the pastor. Uh, No, that's not how that's supposed to work. At least, that's uh, not necessarily how uh, the situation, or at least situations I've looked at, end up. There are pastors whose wives have divorced them because they didn't get called. Their their spouse felt called. They didn't feel called. Well, what does that mean? Now, that's uh, a topic for another discussion. You know, is, can you have two people? One's called to be the pastor and one's not. Well, I can tell you that there are there are spouses of ministers spent in, in pastoral situations at least that I've heard of they felt like they were forced into the situation and that normally turns out badly not always I don't but it just uh, when you feel forced into something you just don't necessarily have the same motivation when you're going in if that makes any sense. Now that's an opinion kind of thing from me. Uh, the verse that I'm going to leave you with, and this is not necessarily uh, this not necessarily directly related, but it reminds me that faith in God, in the situation is super important Hebrews eleven six says and without faith it is impossible to please him for he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who seek him and that's not just him male, it's him and mankind, everybody. So, if you know a ministerial couple, please support them. Give them kind words and whatever other support you can, you can muster. But also, if you have a spouse of a minister acting like a minister without a position in the church, they need to probably chill until someone says, hey, you know, you actually do have the gifts necessary to do this job in the church. If you want. If you feel God's leading you there. But just letting them t- take over a situation that's not good <laughs> necessarily because the church is supposed to be the one in charge not the ministerial staff elders of the church are supposed to run the church not the staff necessarily at least uh, it's been my experience that the more control a pastor has over a church the more danger can be and the more opportunity for really some messed up stuff to happen anyhow with that thought in mind I want to encourage you to again pray for, support the ministerial staff that you see, that you know friends, family, whoever and keep on speaking it on. Thank you for to this edition of Speak It On. And as always, don't be afraid to speak the word in boldness century.